Radio Influence. The future is now. As America's zone coach, premier thought leader, and the world's number one coach of champions, Jim Fannin is the go-to person. He has guided the careers of the best pro athletes from 10 sports and business executives from 50 industries. He has coached individuals, families, relationships, and students in simplifying and balancing their lives for more than 40 years. From winning Wimbledon, the World Series, and a gold medal, to losing 68 pounds, saving lost marriages, or overcoming financial ruin, Jim Fannin has been behind the scenes guiding individuals through the intricate process of peak performance. His success tools are not just for the superstar. They're designed to help you reach your full potential as you tap into life's most successful mindset, the zone. And now, please welcome the coach of champions and America's zone coach, Jim Fannin. Welcome, everybody, to the Jim Fannin Show. I'm Jim Fannin, and you're with my sidekick, producer Seth Hurd. Another Zone Week here at the most positive show on the planet. Uh, it is the most positive show on the planet, so you had a good week? I did, and, you know, something changed in me today that I, I saw that I'd never wait, seen wait, wait. before. Today? Today. Already? I, I, had a, I had a Zone moment, believe it or not, in horrible traffic. So... I leave my house to come over to do the show, and I run into a broken down train. I'm not even kidding you. Like, the train had stopped on the tracks. It was malfunctioned, so they're out there working on it. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So I go several miles out of the way, only to come across a major accident, cutting it close, and obviously we're doing the show, so it it all worked out fine, but it's the first time in my life that instead of saying, oh, man, I'm going to be late, I'm going to be late, aren't I? I'm going to be late, I'm going to be late, I just went to... I'm not going to think about it. I'm going to replace it. I'm going to be late with something I want. And I started thinking about my business and my personal life and other goals I wanted to accomplish. And I was on time and I came in ready to do the show. And until I met you, I think every time something like that had happened, I'd walked into a meeting or an important event going, oh man, I'm, I made it, but now I'm just mentally fried and I'm no good even though I was on time. Well, that's an accomplishment. That that's a personal milestone. Actually, uh, you were a palm tree in a uh, real hurricane <laughs> of a bad traffic in Chicago, which can happen <laughs> may, maybe on a daily basis. I mean, it was almost planes, trains, and automobiles. I had two of those three things break down and get in my way. So, I mean, other than a plane landing on the interstate. Well, let's talk about that tool. You know, if you put a picture of a palm tree, which represents sunshine and, uh, you know, maybe a drink with an umbrella in it, but, you know, laying by the sun and uh, uh, getting a tan, uh, the water and the cool breeze, uh, relaxation, enjoyment. If you place that picture and hold it in your mind, carry it around with you, actually, as soon as you're in a confrontation with another person, you get into a conflict traveling, uh, not not just in your car, but traveling also across the country. There's all kinds of challenges. You got to be a palm tree. That's why I love the palm tree so much. Here comes the hurricane, and good goodness gracious, we've had uh, more than our share right now, and we have two more or three more on on the horizon as we speak. Um, the palm tree is the first line of defense. Here comes a hundred hundred sixty mile an hour wind. Palm tree doesn't brace and fight and and uh, get upset. 
It absorbs the negative energy, lets it pass through it, and then once the hurricane blows itself out, the palm tree pops up and goes, Hey, Sunshine, how you doing? I'm good. How you doing? You know, I actually met Mike Flasky is our guest coming up a little bit later here today. And from Orlando, just went through a major hurricane. Yes. And actually did post on his Twitter account, I saw a massive old, maybe like an oak tree that had just been ripped out by the roots. And you know, it's one of those those pictures where the roots are, you know, 14, 15 feet across. I didn't see any pictures on his Twitter account of, of downed palm trees because they came through it. They were cool. Well, you know, sometimes in a confrontation, uh, you know, when expectations don't meet, re- meet reality, sometimes we need to be an oak tree by saying this is not acceptable. But for the majority of the time in anybody's life, the palm tree mentality at first 90 seconds just don't have a reaction. But you need to get your breathing down to six to eight breaths because if you're faced with any confrontation like you were today in the traffic jam, the tendency to go past 20 breaths a minute, oh, that's that's real. And, and that's what most people do in any kind of confrontation. Definitely a traffic jam. You know, I can see like a videotape playing in my mind of the last time I flew and somebody going up to the gate United and just huffing and puffing so much that his shoulders are rising and falling and rising and falling. And, of course, he was getting so angry they didn't want to deal with him. And then I kind of walked up next, and this is before I even understood the score system, but I was just cool, calm, collected, nice. And I wound up getting help, and he didn't because, uh, because of, I suppose, the energy that he brought into the situation, right? He's breathing heavily. His whole body's shaking. He wants what he wants right now. And that's not normally going to elicit the response that you want in business or in travel or in sports with your teammates. You know, this show today is about leadership and it's about vision, a leader's vision and how to take that vision and really break it down into day-to-day things. And that, that's why I'm excited to have the uh, chief executive officer of Diamond Resorts International, Mike Flasky, uh, have him come up in a few minutes. Uh But let's put things in perspective. You know, yes, relaxation is crucial in our lives, maybe more than ever, uh, because of stress and enjoyment is a big deal. We know that. We love our weekends. We we like to have a a good time. Partying's great. Uh, But a leader paints a vision and shines a light on a pathway in such a convincing way and illuminates that pathway of where a family, a company, a country, a city can go, or a team. And that's why I'm excited about having Mike Flasky on. But if we take it back to just you and I and people listening, um, we're all capable of being great visionaries, and we got to see what we want as opposed to what we don't want. And then once we find that pathway, share it. Share it with your family. Get your family in that vision of a purposeful, calm lifestyle. We're all going to have challenges. But I think as a leader of a family, a leader of a company, we do need that vision and showcase how do you, how do you get on that pathway 20 people, 30 people in your company, three people in your family, 
getting everybody in step on board. Really excited to talk to Mike as I've, I've skimmed through some news articles and checked out his Twitter account. And the value I think he's going to bring to this episode is going to be fantastic. But before we jump in, we got to see who's in the zone. Oh, yeah. Who is in the zone? This has been an interesting zone week. First of all, I got to give a shout out to one of my clients, J.D. Martinez. J.D. has now hit 40 home runs. Uh, I will add his contract year. Uh, he's helped the Diamondbacks, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, looks like they're going to win a wild card berth. They're definitely on track to do that. Uh, he's hitting almost 300, 296, I believe. And he's just a few RBIs from 100. Uh, he, has, he was player of the week last week in Major League Baseball. So uh, kudos and uh, congratulations to J.D. Martinez, Arizona Diamondbacks, you've been in the zone. We've got some other just very interesting zone cases. I, I actually will throw in impromptu here. The city of Atlanta, the new, I believe it's called the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Is that correct? I think so. Their new stadium opened up. That is a zone moment. That's going to bring a lot of continued economic development, and it's just one of the crown jewels, I believe, of the NFL. So that's really cool. So congrats to the city of Atlanta and the Falcons on that. Adidas just became the second biggest sports shoe company in the world behind Nike. They surpassed the Jordan brand. And a lot of people said that could never be done. And so that's a very zone week for Adidas. Well, it is. And I I think the uh, shout out goes to uh, the international leadership of Adidas that had the vision, had the wherewithal uh, to lead their company to this pretty prestigious place. Uh, you know, Adidas was always one of the great brands, but it wasn't as diverse as some of the other brands. And right now it's a very diverse brand. Uh, and that logo uh, really was made famous in the Olympics. Uh, but uh, Adidas, you're definitely in the zone. You're in the zone. Emmys this weekend. A couple of very interesting zone performers, I believe. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who was, is probably most famous for Seinfeld and uh, has an HBO show called Veep now. Sixth year in a row of winning an Emmy. Now, that's impressive. Not only to win it once, but to maintain a high quality of standard. Uh, wow, that's impressive. She's in the zone. Veep is in the zone. You know, watching the Emmys, I, I realized that we have had a golden age of TV, maybe back in the 50s and 60s. I think we're in a golden age of TV. We might be in a platinum age of TV (laughs) right now because there are so many shows and they're addictive. And some of these shows, you know, I'm watching them on my phone. I'm not even watching them traditionally sitting in my living room. I'm catching episodes on my phone all the time. There's some amazing shows. Uh, I think TV overall is really in the zone. And if I can just give one more shout-out from the Emmys, Donald Glover, who won for uh, the comedy series Atlanta, I want to talk about just maintaining a high standard of performance over this this guy's career. He winds up writing for Saturday Night Live while still in college. How is that for a part-time job in college? Uh, That's impressive. (laughs) Goes on to 30 Rock. This year he was in Spider-Man, one of the biggest movies of the year. In a year and a half, he's going to be in Star Wars, and he just... 
you know, picked up his first round of Emmys. And so that is a zone performance that he stayed in the zone for more than a, a decade on these major projects. I think that that is very, very impressive, especially in the entertainment industry, which is notoriously volatile and projects go belly up all the time to continue to be a high performer like that is that is just impressive. You know, I've coached a lot of screenwriters and uh, a lot of writers in, in general and uh, writing uh, for uh, a television show. I know there's a zone state. You get so locked into what you're doing. You take on the characters in your own mind. Uh, but the writing of all the shows that I've seen, from Game of Thrones all, all the way down to uh, uh, Shameless, uh, there's so many uh, uh, Stranger Things. What, what, what are some other awesome shows well-written? There's so yeah. many. We both liked Ozark a lot this summer. Ozark uh, was wild. That was an amazing show. And, and you know, to have an actor uh, like that. Like on, Donald Glover, yeah, that, that has done so many different things and has stayed at the top. And But I, I think kudos go out to writers who uh, I, I really have an appreciation for being in the zone writing. And this really says a lot of things. I'm coaching a young athlete, uh, graduated from Notre Dame in film. Uh, his name's Ryan Lidge, plays in the Yankees uh, organization right now as a rookie in the minor league system. And guess what he wants to do? Yes, he wants to play for the Yankees in Yankees Stadium. Who, who wouldn't if you're a baseball <laughs> player? You know what he wants to do? He wants to write. He wants to have his own show. Uh, he wants to have his own script. And uh, he's pursuing that simultaneously because with technology, uh, some of these shows, you can do them on your phone, which is very impressive. Very impressive. So uh, no matter what your aspirations, if you do get in the zone and with modern technology, boy, the sky is the limit. The sky is definitely the limit. It's only about your vision or, or your lack of vision. But if you do have vision, you can manifest it into reality. And I'm encouraging all all of our listeners, make sure in the last 30 minutes before you go to sleep, only think about what you want as opposed to what you don't want. That vision needs to put you to sleep at night and wake you up in the morning. And we know from research, if you start thinking positive in the last 30 minutes, Whatever you think is going to be captured, recorded, and replayed 15 to 20 times while you're sleeping. I mean, Seth, we can go to bed and wake up a better person. How cool is that? I think I always wanted that for you know studying in like junior high, <laughs> if only I could sleep on my book. But you can actually do it with your goals, visions, and aspirations. Yeah, you really can. Yeah, this is a great zone week, and uh, again, I'm looking forward to... Uh, having Mike on the show. I want to talk just a little bit about leadership. I think today uh, we need leadership more than ever, but I'm not talking about politics, and and I'm not talking about um, countries. I'm not talking about corporation. I'm talking about family leadership. And even if you're a single uh, parent, Uh, or if you have a significant other, leadership of what you want your son or daughter to be, painting that vision and helping them stay on track, well, I think right now that's one of the most important roles of anybody 
in the world is being the best parent that you can be. Being a leader by example, also being decisive, yes, and no. And no is no. It's not negotiable. No may be the new yes. And for all the parents out there, uh, think about when your child reaches 21, going off to school, maybe being at the home permanently for the last time. What kind of person do you want to leave? And help your kid become a world-class decision maker. They're only as good as what they think when you're not there. Turn your kids into decision makers. See the vision for them. Come up with the goals. Help them. Provide them with whatever tools you can. Be decisive and turn your children into decision makers. And now let's talk to... uh, a great decision maker, and uh, that's going to be Mike Flasky, CEO of Diamond Resorts International, hospitality firm, uh, gone through a lot of growth and really set the industry on its ear. Uh, they are battling it out with some of the top brands, and it's exciting to have Mike on the air. Let's do this. Mike Flasky, welcome to the Jim Fannin Show. You're with my producer sidekick, uh, Seth Hurd. Hello. I think this is going to be fun. Nice to meet you. Uh, Mike, welcome. You've had an amazing, amazing career, and it has skyrocketed recently uh, uh, almost exponentially. And and I'm glad you're on the show. Uh, CEO, Chief Executive Officer of Diamond Resorts, uh, international. I've been privileged to uh, travel around the country, uh, around the world with Diamond Resorts International. About uh, This show's about leadership. It's about vision. And I couldn't think of anybody that had better leadership skills or more vision about an industry, Mike, than you. And I, I'm, uh, I'm not trying to butter you up. I mean, you've got the accolades, uh, executive of the year, in the past, you've won Innovator of the Year, and uh, this is in an industry that's not an easy industry to be in, hospitality, vacation, ownership. Tell me about your rise, Mike, from uh, the very beginning to getting into this industry, uh, a little background, if you will, on how you became one of the leaders in this industry. Well, thanks, Jim. It's an honor to be you know, a part of your show. And as you know, you know, you've been a part of my career, you know, for a long time and, you know, have coached me and worked with me and my leadership teams along the way. So it's certainly an honor to be on the show. Yeah. You know, look, I, um, you know, I was a baseball guy. Um, you know, I was a, you know, college baseball player, minor league baseball player, uh, scout, professional scout with the Montreal Expos. And, you know, I um, went back to my hometown after my playing days were over and I was coaching high school baseball there and working, covering kind of the southeast, uh, southeastern part of North Carolina and Virginia for Montreal and scouting. And, uh, you know, my father-in-law was in the vacation ownership business and, and he said, you know, Mike, I really think, you know, you should take a look at this, you know, with your contacts and sports and your background, you know, people you know, will immediately like you. And, you know, I think it's something you could be really good at. So I went up to Williamsburg, Virginia, 
with a company called Fairfield Resorts in the early 90s. And I started as a salesperson uh, on the tables. And, you know, our business is a direct marketing and, and direct sales business. So it's a business that you, you know, you don't sit down and talk to families that wake up that day and necessarily decide to go out and purchase their lifetime of vacations. But, you know, you sit down and you show them the features and the benefits and why it's important. And, and, and you establish the, the fact that vacations are a necessity and, and, and they're not a luxury. And then you show them the economics of, of why our product makes sense. And, and I did, and it, and it worked well for me. And, and really just about a year into that, you know, people knew my background in coaching and, and knew my background as far as uh, leadership. And they asked me if I would, you know, consider taking a team on, of, of which I did. And, and I moved into the recruiting and, and training function. And so I would spend a week recruiting sales professionals to come work for us. And, and then I would spend a week in the classroom actually training the, uh, the folks that I had recruited in. And, and I did that. And, you know, it was a great, uh, a great experience. And, and then ultimately, uh, you know, I ended up moving into vice president of sales at Fairfield Resorts and, uh, and then eventually the senior vice president of operations. And, and now, let, let me, let me interrupt think, you right there. And now at this point in your career, how much of your baseball teamwork, cohesiveness, one for all, all for one, everything that a baseball team brings uh, to a championship season, how much of that did you bring to Fairfield when you first got into this business? Yeah, well, I'll answer the question two ways, Jim, because it's, it's a great question. You know, from the from the sales perspective, you know, baseball is a game of failure, as you know very well, having coached many of the most elite in the business. And our business is very much a parallel business to baseball in that regard. And, and I'll give you a proper analogy. In the world of baseball, if you hit 300 for your career, you're going to the Hall of Fame. You're in what the does hall. that really yeah, yeah, what does that really mean, though? <laughs> yeah, but, it, but it, it means that you had to fail 70% of the time, doesn't it? I mean, that's what it means, right? And so in our business, if you're a 30% closer, you're the best in the business and you would be in the Hall of Fame, you know, in the vacation ownership world, which means you too, just like that hitter going to the plate, has to deal with the adversity of, of basically failing seven out of 10 times. So it was very, very key to my success, knowing how to manage the mental state of making sure that, you know, it was really just being prepared and being in the zone every time I stepped in the batter's box or every time I got in front of that, that customer. Because if I brought with me the last three or four that may have not converted into a sale, just like if I took my last four outs at that, I wouldn't have the opportunity to be you know, at peak emotional state and I wouldn't be in the moment and I wouldn't read the pitch as well, or perhaps, you know, I wouldn't be able to overcome the objection as well. So it was really important there. And then as I moved into leadership, you know, I learned so much from different managers that I had the, the privilege of playing for and, and some not. Sometimes your your greatest lessons are what not to do from maybe some that weren't, you know, so good. One of the one of the great managers that I played for actually in college was the Hall of Famer Gaylord Perry. Oh, and, yeah. uh, and, and Gaylord, 
you know, Gaylord was one of these guys that was really unconsciously competent. He was, he was great at his craft, but breaking it down and giving you every little detail, you know, of how he did it, you know, in, in, in a scientific form was not necessarily his strength. What his strength was, was people. And he knew, you know, he had a 25 man roster. He knew every person on that bench was different. He knew how to get the most out of each of them. And he knew one guy, he may have to put his arm around and take, you know, down the hallway under the tunnel and have a one-on-one with them. And, and he knew other guys, he may have to kick them in the rear in front of the whole team. And he knew everything in between. So I really learned that, you, you know, in managing a team, you have to understand everybody's an individual and everybody, you know, has a little different, um, you know, button. And, and you got to know what they are to be a great leader. You know, one of the things I, I, that I've watched you do over the years, and um, it, it's very impressive, you know, we're talking about communication and how to communicate to different people. And everybody's not the same. You're right. Some need a kick in the ass. Some, some need a hug. And, you know, the great leader can do either one at the right time and place. One of the things that I've seen you do with Diamond Resorts is take social media and turn it into an extremely positive communication. And I'm talking internally with your team. I follow a lot of your team members. I've been to, I don't know, nine or 10 of your resorts around the world. Your social media, uh, it's exemplary. I, I don't hear a negative thing, a negative word for anybody on your team on social media. Is this a conscious thing? Yeah, very much so, Jim. I mean, <laughs> there's a great story there as well. Uh, you know, we do, uh, you know, what we call a marketing mentorship program, and we've done it for about five years now. We'll go out and try to find four or five of the, the brightest kids just graduating from college that know nothing about our business. And every year, my goal is to infuse four or five, you know, new people that do not have any bias or any prejudices that have not worked with our competitors that we put through this, you know, this rigid curriculum and develop. And so now five years later, we got 20 of them, you know, that are in our system. And when it started, we had this young lady named Ashley Brooks who had just graduated and gotten her MBA from Wake Forest. And, and we asked each of them as they're interviewing for the role to go out and look at the company from an external perspective and give us any opportunities that you see where we can improve. And so she basically came in and, and, and told us in her interview that, you know, we were in the stone ages as it related to social media and that we the, would have the stone you know, age. That's, that's not a yeah. good thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Right. Well, she did. And, 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 and it really resonated with me. And I, and I start and, and she actually used the term dinosaur and, you know, and I, and I started thinking, wow, if we're going to get the best, brightest up and coming, you know, millennial talent that's out there, you know, we, we've got to get better at this, including me. So about four years ago, uh, I took it as a personal challenge to, you know, do exactly that. And, and number one, I got on social media and became a believer. And uh, as it relates to Twitter in particular, and, and then, 
you know, Instagram. And now our team of 9,000 people out across the globe, the majority of them, you know, uh, are, are engaged and involved. And look, I also encourage them to promote their personal brands. I say, look, you know, yeah, of course, we like for you to, you know, help us push content as the company, but this is your opportunity as well, you know, to develop who you are out there and create your personal brand. So I'm very, very proud of the social media part and, and, and what we've done. And, and we get very, very good traction and particularly on, on Twitter. And it's something that has given us a huge competitive advantage because a lot of our competitors, even the big hotel branded companies, they're not nearly as engaged as we are. And, you know, in some cases they're asleep at the wheel. And from a recruiting standpoint, you know, it's really paying uh, dividends for us. You know, Mike, one of the things that was kind of fun about getting ready for this interview is if you Google Diamond Resorts Awards, Mike Flasky Awards, a lot of other people are taking notice of what you guys are doing, including actually social media campaign awards for this year. So a huge congratulations on that and and to your team as well to develop that in a way that it's not just you guys doing a good job, but other people in other industries are actually looking at you and saying, okay, we, we need we need to do it like that. Well, I, I think, I think Mike, you all have taken it one level. You made a statement just now that really resonated with me personally. Uh, I've been introduced on stage by yourself, um, a Diamond uh, Resorts representative, whether it's in Mexico or, or uh, Hawaii or Sedona or Vegas or Orlando. And every time I've been introduced, someone has said, I want you to be here selfishly for yourself. You're not here for Diamond Resorts. You're here to be your genuine, authentic, best self. And then you've introduced me. And I've always thought, wow, how many companies actually do that? Very few. I, I'm almost never introduced like that. And I think it's such a small thing, but boy, does that resonate with 9,000 uh, uh, employees uh, that they're an integral part of something not only greater than themselves, but you care about what they do in their own personal life. That's impressive, Mike, and uh, that takes a lot of effort. Uh, you have a lot of success stories with individuals that have uh, been on your team as well, haven't you? A lot of success. Oh, we, we've we've had tremendous success, and and you know just one little further to that point, Jim. You know what we've learned through the years. You know in in our business, nobody's under contract like professional sports, and everybody's a free agent every day. And you know the majority of the people that are out there that wake up every day and market and sell our product across the globe, they have a choice. They can walk across the street and go to work for a competitor. And when you have a competitive marketplace like that, where everybody is a free agent, it really does put the pressure on the leaders to create an environment that top talent chooses to live in. And so that 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 focus that you talk about of making sure you look, it's, it's not just about the company. It's also about you and building your personal brand and being your genuine self. You know, that's a critical part to people choosing to want to work for you when they're the best of the best. They feel good about that. that that's unusual, This um, creating this mindset for the uh, hospitality and vacation ownership business. That really didn't exist uh, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, maybe even 10 years ago, at least from my knowledge. How much has this business changed 
in the 20 years you've been or plus that you've been in this business? Well, the business has changed a lot, Jim. You know, what what has happened is the branded hotel companies are now very much involved. The business started out, you know, with independent, uh, you know, we would call mom and pop, you know, developers. And a lot of that is gone now. I mean, you, you see Disney in the space, you see Marriott in the space, you see um, Starwood in the space and, and Hilton and Hyatt. And so when you, when you have those big brands out there that are truly household names, you know, it, A, it validates the business, which, which was huge, you know, for the industry, you know, as a whole. But what it also does, you know, is it raises the level of compliance and it raises the level of, of professional that can be attracted into the industry now. And what we have seen is we've seen a lot of consolidation, Jim. We, uh, you know, we've been a big part of that. I mean, we have aggregated, uh, acquired uh, nine different companies, you know, in the six years I've been at Diamond. And we, uh, you know, we're very blessed, you know, during the downturn to have access to capital. And there were a lot of these independent companies that I spoke to just a second ago, you know, that ran into financial difficulty, but they had great resorts. They had great owner bases. They had great um, hospitality management contracts at their resorts. And so we were able to, you know, move in and, and take advantage of that. But if you look out there today, there's really only, you know, four or five real, you know, what I would call independents that are of any scale that, that are left in the marketplace. And so consolidation, I would say, is the biggest change. You know, one of the, I, I've been involved in a lot of acquisitions, a lot of mergers, and I, I'm called in to help blend cultures because that, that's not easy. Uh, you acquire a company, some want to be acquired, some of the employees don't want to be acquired. That's really a challenge. But the one thing that you all have done, and you, you really had a common, denator, a common denominator in all your acquisitions. You have welcomed people into your culture and spent a lot of time, money, energy on blending them into the Diamond Resorts culture. Most companies, even big international companies that have well-known, long-standing brands, they haven't done a great job of that. I would say that's not the case with Diamond. You all have really blended cultures well. Have you had any growing pains, however, blending nine, nine different entities in the last five years? That's 60 months. I, I, that's a lot of blending, Mike. Yeah, it is, Jim, and you make a great point. I mean, the integration process, anytime you do an acquisition, you know, is certainly, uh, a, you know, a challenge. And, and, in, and in each case, they're a little different, you know, all of the different variables that, uh, you know, that you have to get in there and, and really work are a little different. But we have overwhelmingly uh, had an amazing uh, response culturally from the people that we acquired in coming into Diamond because we've been able to give them better tools, give them in, in many cases, you know, better resort properties networks for the, you know, for the people to go to. And in the end, you know, um, you know, that piece of it has really been very, very smooth on the, on the other side from a, from a business standpoint, you know, when you go out and you do these acquisitions, you know, you're looking at, you know, cost saving synergies and sure. you're looking to say, well, where can I take my corporate overhead that I already have and where can we integrate some of these functions into our operation and save costs? 
And so our IT platform gives us the flexibility to really do that better than anybody I've ever seen. And, and so we've been able to really get aggressive at, at these cost savings when we do these acquisitions. So it's really both sides of it. It's, it's that side on the integration and it's the culture piece. And, and we've been blessed. We've got great people out there in key leadership roles that understand it, it, it begins and ends with our people and uh, the fact that they have choices that they could you know, right. become a free agent and walk across the street. You do things a little different sometime if you're smart. Now, Mike, with all these you know, people coming together and you having to speak into where this company is going and help everybody get acclimated to what's going on, you know, we, we can definitely talk about personal vision that helped you grow into the role you're at now. How do you communicate corporate vision and really help a company get into the zone because just it was a moment when I was looking at all the awards that your companies won. I was like, okay, this isn't just a leader in a zone. This truly is a, a company that's operating in the zone. How do you take what you have and, and share it with others to help other people get in the zone uh, to keep the company moving forward? Well, I think there's two parts to that, right? I think there's internally and then I think there's externally. And um, you know, from an internal standpoint, really that that is the key to a great leader. And that is the ability to continuously communicate. And and in my humble opinion, you know, being open, transparent, accessible, um, you know, leading from the front. I mean, look, I'll tell you, people think I'm crazy when I tell this story, but it's the truth. We've got over 430 resorts in our network and we manage and own, uh, own and or manage 109 of them. And my business card, my personal business card with my direct line is at every front desk at every one of the 109 resorts that we manage and or own. And I encourage people to reach out directly to me if for whatever reason, they don't get the level of service that they want. And believe it or not, it's one of the coolest things. I mean, you would think that I get just overwhelmed, but honestly, I get about five or six a week. And the fact is, is we have an organization, we have a group of people out there that are just that in the zone and they wake up every day and try to figure out how they can take care of our guests to make it the most memorable vacation they've ever been on. And we're not perfect. I mean, we certainly make mistakes when you're talking about over 37,000 suites across the globe, you're touching a lot of people and certainly we're not perfect. But when we do make a mistake, we recover, we fix it, we communicate, we're transparent. And in the end, we have a system that kind of self-polices because you know what? None of our team members want me to get that call or want me to get that letter. And so that's been a key part of our communication and our, I think, strategy of, of you know, of how we've kept the larger team in the zone. Now, that's kind of internal. From an external standpoint, currently, you know, we are a privately held company. We're owned by Apollo, which is one of the largest private equity yep. groups in the world. Uh, but we do have uh, public bond debt. So our, our, our bonds are traded publicly. So we do everything just like we did for the three years that we were a public company before, uh, you know, Apollo bought us. We still do all of our filings, all of our uh, quarterly conference calls with earnings release. So we're 100 percent, you know, public company compliant. And that's a whole different thing, right? Because the bondholders and when we were public, the equity analysts, they have different needs. They have different questions. They have different drivers. And so you got to keep them in the zone, too. I mean, yeah, it's very did. important. And, uh, watching the balance sheet, watching the PL statement, uh, while 
you're watching your team members take care uh, of all your members around the world, uh, well, that's a full-time job. One of the things that I've seen you do with your team, internal team, is that you've made their responsibility very well-defined. They each have accountability, and you've also given them the authority of what they can do and what they can't do. And, and that may seem so simple, those three elements, but those are the keys of empowering someone to make decisions when, you know, Mike, you're not around, even if you're accessible, accessible by phone. I've recognized that your team members internally are great decision makers, and it's all for the membership that you have. And you all have consciously given those three prongs of empowerment, accountability, authority, responsibility. Can you talk a little bit about that on your team? Because right now, as you're on the phone with me, uh, you've got uh, all kinds of staff uh, putting out fires, uh, being preventive, even looking down the road into the future with what you're doing. How has that happened over your career to give your company these kinds of empowerment tools? Yeah. Well, Jim, I mean, at the end of the day, I think the key in there is accountability. And we certainly are a high performance culture and, and we are an organization that measures results. And, and we look at the scoreboard every day and we look at the scoreboard multiple times throughout the day and we manage at that level. So, you know, in, in order to hold someone accountable, you have to give them the empowerment and you have to give them the authority and you have to lay that out and they have to know exactly where their boundaries are. But at the end of the day, you're exactly right. I mean, you have to have your business scalable. You can't be in a situation where Mike is making, you know, all the decisions or anybody else from that, from that standpoint. And, and because we are such a high performance driven culture, um, you simply can't hold people accountable unless you do give them the authority. And so really for me, it comes back to hiring and making sure that we have the right people on the roster and, and we have the right people, not only in the field, but, you know, in the right positions. I mean, I don't want to look out there and I don't want to have a first baseman playing shortstop, you know, at the end of the day, it's crazy, but you know, it's not just about being on the team. It's about being in the right seat on the bus or in the right position on the field. And so once you have that, that personnel and you got that personnel you know, strategically in the right place where they can optimize and maximize their skill sets, then it's all about, you know, give them the tools to succeed so that you can hold them accountable. When, when you hire someone, uh, do you have a little penchant for looking for the former athlete or someone maybe in the we military do. that has, you know, has discipline already built into their psyche? How, what do you look for? Yeah, well, we do, and, and particularly in, in the in the sales role. And when you're looking for somebody, you know that you know has bumped up against failure, and you know they know how to deal with it, and they embrace it, and they and they take the positive and use it as opportunity to motivate themselves. You know that's what you're looking for. So anytime you can identify coaches in particular, you know right. uh, athletes, and find somebody that has been able to be successful, you know, at the college level. They certainly come with a set of discipline, you know, from all of the things associated with that, that you can't teach. It's something that, you know, is definitely an edge. And, and we've done very 
very well, you know, with people that come from an athletic background. You know, Mike, when I first met you, uh, you were with Starwood, uh, Starwood, and I, I met you in a seminar in Orlando. It's seen, I think it's been a decade ago at least, and uh, maybe longer. I'm, I'm not sure, but it's been a while. Uh, and the industry's changed. Diamond Resorts, when I first met you, uh, was not a household brand as the other big brands you've talked about, Disney, Marriott the Hyatts. And all of a sudden now, Diamond is one of those brands. It's starting to be brandished uh, with members, members of even other companies. They're starting to look at you a little bit differently. And you've done some pretty unusual things that I believe were uh, innovative, uh, cutting edge. Tell me a little bit about events of a lifetime, because that's not normal uh, in, in your industry, hospitality industry, but boy, it sure seems comfortable. It sure seems right. Tell me about events of a lifetime and how that's impacted your membership. Yeah, it's, it's been a big, big win for us, Jim. And I tell you, the, when we started the events of a lifetime franchise, it was about four years ago. And I was trying to find a way that I could get the Diamond Resorts brand on national TV um, in, in the form of on a professional golfer's hat. And I, you know, because we're a direct marketing company, everything we do has to be quantified back with an ROI and, and to a prospect. We just don't do general advertising like a lot of companies do. And so in an effort to try to figure out how to do that, I approached a, a PGA Tour professional and I basically had an idea, and the idea was as follows. Um, I, would, I would like you to consider uh, over the course of the next PGA Tour season, you're going to play 30 uh, weeks. Uh, on 10 of those weeks, as your um, schedule crosses through a city that has a Diamond Resorts location, what we'd like to do is we'd like to bring 10 to 15 couples on a Wednesday evening and have a private dinner with you. And we would like to, as a part of the dinner, we'd like to do a 30-minute Q&A and give them the opportunity to really get behind the scenes. There'll be no media there, no video, and ask you questions, whether it's about Tiger Woods, whether it's about, you know, how you got started, whether it's about anything associated with kind of behind the scenes on the PGA Tour. And it's about, you know, it's going to be about an hour and a half commitment, but you got to eat and you're already in the city and we're going to come to you. And I said, and what we'll do is, is we'll, we'll pay you, you know, on a per appearance basis for 10 of these. But I think that what that aggregates up to is a number that would, uh, you know, be at or above what the front of your hat would be worth. If you would be open to testing this, then I will buy the front of your hat and or, you know, do 10 appearances and let's test this. And, and the player said yes. And so we started testing it. And uh, what we learned is, as we learned that when you give your owners and your guests and your potential new owners an experience that money can't buy, a bucket list kind of thing, that it opens their mind up and it really gets them in peak emotional state and it gets them to a point that would take hours and hours and years, perhaps, you earn that right to be able to sit down and, and show them what Diamond Resorts has because you've, you've also already showed them 
what Diamond Resorts is willing to do. So that's how we started it. And today, uh, the, the events of a lifetime franchise will do over uh, 3,000 special events over the course of a year, over 2017. And we have, uh, we have top country music artists. You know, we've got Cole Swindell, we've got Lee Bryce, we've got Jana Kramer, we've got Colt Ford that do, uh, they'll do over 50 of these private shows at our resorts throughout the year just for our owners and our guests. And we've got Major League Baseball, we've got Reggie Jackson and Gaylord Perry, two Hall of Famers. They take folks down on the field for batting practice, sit in the suites and watch Major League Baseball games with them. Uh, we've got NFL, uh, you know, we've got the LPGA, we've got the Champions Tour. And I'll tell you, Jim, what's doing really well for us, which is a recent thing we've added to the menu, is a celebrity chef in a culinary series. Oh, yeah. That's, that's doing amazing. People people love it. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, I see it as a two-pronged, uh, you know, opportunity. I see it as first us doing something for our members and guests that, uh, you know, sets us apart from our competitors, which gives us, you know, in our brand, a competitive advantage. And I, I secondly, was, I, Mike, I was one of those uh, events of a lifetime. I did one for you down in Orlando and I was pleasantly surprised when uh, the audience walked in, they were fired up uh, beyond belief. Uh, and then there was a Q and a after what a fun experience I had, but you can see it on the faces of not just the family, but also of the kids that came to these events. That's something they're going to talk about for a long time. And if your hero was Reggie Jackson, now you're sitting down breaking bread or or at a ball game with Reggie Jackson, you're a diehard Yankees fan. I mean, you must be out of your mind as a member. Uh, the results of this 3,000 uh, events really has paid off for you. Now, you've done, you've done one other thing, Mike. What, tell me a little bit about your Diamond Clarity program. That, is that relatively new? Yeah, it is, actually. You know, one of the things, Jim, that, that we have to focus on, so if you think like this for a second, we've got 3,000 of our 9,000 team members that either wake up in market or wake up and sell our product on a daily basis that are 100% commission paid. And so when you're in that sort of environment, um, this year, for example, we'll have over 300,000 families that go through a presentation with us, and we'll probably have another million families that we touch, whether it be at a ballpark, at a casino, wherever that we're inviting in on a presentation. So what we've created with the Diamond Clarity is, is kind of what I refer to as our customer bill of rights. It's, um, it's kind of a promise to the customer that Diamond Resorts is going to be transparent. They're going to be open. They're going to be honest. And that at the end of the day, we're the kind of company that we believe that you know, you would want or we would want to do business with. And so it has really been a game changer for us. And, and we've gotten tremendous feedback from the state regulatory agencies. Um, by far, you know, we're the most transparent company out there, you know, as it relates to, you know, putting it out there relative to who we are, what we do and, and how we do it. So, yeah, it's it's been a real home run, Jim. You've got one of the best events every year coming up, and, and I know several million dollars have gone to uh, a, a, an Orlando charity. Tell me all about 
the Diamond Invitational Golf Tournament uh, that's going to happen this January and every January. Tell me about that, how it got started, and, and how it's turned out for the fans, for your members, uh, and even your team members. Tell me about this Invitational. Yeah, so the Diamond Resorts Invitational is a very unique uh, competitive uh, professional and celebrity golf tournament that takes place in Orlando, Florida in early January. This year's the 12th through the 14th. And it is just amazing. What we do, uh, it's a PGA Champions Tour event, and we have 27, it's a limited field, and it's a qualify only through either the top 10 on the Charles Schwab Cup points or the top 10 in career earnings, which include the PGA Tour and the Champions Tour. And then we get 10 sponsor invites. So we have, we have 27 actually total uh, Champions Tour players, which are the best of the best. And then we have five LPGA ladies that compete in that same division, in the professional division. They have the same tees they compete from as the Champions Tour players, and they compete for the same purse. Then we have 50 top celebrities from all walks, whether it's sports, entertainment, uh, you name it, that come in and they compete in a separate division for their own separate purse. But combined, the purse is over $1.2 million, and we have a celebrity champion and we have a uh, – a professional champion and we pair them together. So each group has a professional and two celebrities in it. And it's just blown away the television ratings. Our television ratings of the Diamond Resorts Invitational exceeded both the first two full PGA Tour full field events uh, in 2017. Oh my. Sony Open. Yeah. That's, and that's and amazing. The yeah. And, I mean, and, people love. And, and tell me about the charity. Because you you donate a lot of money. Yes, we we've donated two point three million dollars in the first uh, three years of the event to Florida Hospital for Children. That is our beneficiary of the golf tournament, and you know that's really why we do this. We we do this to be able to give back, uh, you know, to the local community in which we reside, in Orlando being you know, uh, where one of our corporate offices is located and, and we have, uh, you know, five resorts in that marketplace. And, you know, philanthropy is a big, big part, Jim, as you know, of, of Diamond Resorts. Uh, and it's just exciting. Uh, you know, it's exciting to be able to have fun and have an event that our members come out and support and love and, you know, our team members. And then at the end of the day, you can lay your head on the pillow and know that you're doing something really special and giving back. You know, Mike, you, you know, uh, from being with me on, on many occasions that my score system uh, that, that I discovered decades ago, uh, part of it, it's self-discipline, concentration, optimism, relaxation, and enjoyment. And, and it's those five intangibles that uh, when they're all put together within an individual, those chemicals create this zone state and I've been an advocate long before I met you about relaxation and enjoyment. And I've been telling all my clients, put your vacation in first. Don't don't do it because good lord, you look awful. You need a vacation, you know? <laughs> don't that's too late. You're probably a month too late of taking that vacation. <laughs> and, and so, you know, it, this is the time of year when I, I, I get all my clients for 2018 and, and every year. 
put your vacation in now. Book a week, a quarter, whatever you can afford to do. So I've been an, a, an advocate of relaxation and enjoyment. And man, is that the epitome of Diamond Resorts? I mean, this is a, a uh, you've taken vacation to another level. You really have for individuals. And um, you've got some amazing places around the world. I've been uh, fortunate to be in a lot of them. Talk about the permanent vacation, vacation for a lifetime. Talk about that, your philosophy with your company. Sure. Well, you know what, as I think I said earlier, Jim, and I haven't been, you know, a proponent and a, and a subscriber and, you know, you've been my coach really for many years, you know, you're exactly right. That score system is amazing. And, you know, it's so, it's so simple, but so impactful. And, you know, the relaxation and an enjoyment piece, you know, is, is almost a borrow from Stephen Covey. It's almost beginning with the end in mind. Right. Yep. And yep. what I said earlier is I said, you know, vacations are not a luxury. They are a necessity. And what we know is, is, is we know from years and years and, and millions and millions of dollars of, of research that every time it comes back the same. And that is that stress is the biggest killer and causes the most problems in our society. And so there is nothing better than vacations. And, and what we know is, is we know that if people will lead and plan and get out in front and take their vacations, that everything else will have a higher likelihood of falling in place because they will be in the right mindset to embrace their day to day. And so vacations for life are just that, you know, with Diamond Resorts, or really, this is not even a Diamond Resorts question, frankly, this is just a life question. It is. People need to do that. They need to go out and they need to make sure that they take care of themselves through vacations. And then if they do that, it sets the tone for everything else in their life. I, I think even more today than ever before in, in my travels around the world, and I've been traveling this year more, more than ever. I can't believe I'm even saying that uh, of a lifetime of travel, but probably the most depressed, most uh, uh, uptight, most uh, fearful, uh, most negative that I've heard my country, America. And uh, there's many reasons for it. And it's not all politics. There's lots of reasons for that. Competition's tougher. Margins are harder to garner. Uh, a lot of businesses starting up. Uh, a lot of business failing. And a lot of people not getting millennials on how to turn them into customers. There's a lot of old companies that are dinosaurs that don't get it. And, and I think that puts a lot of stress, not only on companies, but it puts stress back in the family fabric. And I've even seen the fabri fabric of our families uh, disintegrate. Your company does the opposite. Your company actually brings people together. I'll tell you an experience I had at a Diamond Resorts. I'm in one of my favorite places on this planet, Sedona, Arizona. Been going to Sedona for 40 some years to do a personal retreat. And lo and behold, with Diamond Resorts, I find myself at Los Abrigados, and it is a beautiful property in the heart of Sedona. More importantly, whatever you want to do as a member of Diamond, whatever you want to do, whether it's a Jeep ride or going up into Oak Canyon, 
seen all the, the, the things that are to, to be seen there, your team really makes that a pleasurable experience. But I could go from Sedona and then go to uh, the uh, Cabo Azul. Uh, wow, that's an awesome property. Or I can go to Mystic Dunes. I'm not trying to sound like a commercial for you, Mike, <laughs> but when I'm in these places, I feel at home. I feel comfortable. And I really know that you've done that, not just for me, that you've done that for every single uh, member. And I, I have to applaud you because I will tell you, most companies do not take the care to think about what your customers, your members think about on a regular basis. And by putting vacations up front, book them in advance as a reward for a hard work, uh, a reward for getting out of the stress of maybe uh, a private business that you have. Uh, it's really a positive thing, and we need it. We need relaxation enjoyment like never before, and uh, you all are filling the bill. So what's going to be new? You're a visionary, Mike. What's new? It's uh, 60 months from now. Where's the Diamond yep, Resorts? Yep, well, what have you done? Well, there's a, <laughs> well, we're doing a lot, and, we're, and we've done a lot. We've got an R&D team that is waking up every day, you know, working on new development opportunities, you know, new resorts we're going to open around the globe. Uh, we've got a lot of great uh, potential acquisition opportunities out there that I can't speak to in specifics for obvious reasons. Uh, on the product side, we're working on some exciting new product uh, developments. Uh, one of the things that, you know, has been mentioned on this show a couple of times is about me in particular is innovation. And, you know, one of the things that, that I can promise you that we're always doing is we're always challenging ourselves to kind of be the first mover. And so from a product standpoint, we've got some amazing new products uh, that we're about to launch that we know that our owners and our guests and our potential new owners, you know, are just going to love. And, you know, the industry as a whole, you know, is, is, is going to change, Jim, over the next five years. And, and what I mean by that is, and, you, and you're starting to hear this. You know, if you listen to, um, you know, the Airbnbs of the world and, and you know, these uh, the, these sort of, uh, you know, residential homes that, that rent out through these uh, marketplace networks and that sort of thing, they kind of talk about or they're starting to talk about the experience, right? And, and they're trying to tie experience, experiential things into, you know, the actual stay itself. And, and I would say, you know, that's probably, you know, one of the things that I'm most proud of. If you were to compare us to, you know, our com competitive peer group, I would tell you that, that we have been a first mover in that regard. And, and we talked a lot about the event of a lifetime platform. But nobody else is, is doing that. And what we know is, is we know that it's even going to become more uh, about the experiences going forward and less about the physical property and the sticks and bricks. So a lot of the things that we're working on right now, you know, on the product development side, you know, bring that into, you know, even more into play than the event of a lifetime does. Well, I believe we're all, we're all souls having human experiences and, um, I think we do measure our life by the experiences that we have. And for you to start thinking about that, well, you've been thinking about this, Mike, for, for years, but to put it into play, uh, it's pretty exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing 
what's going to be with Diamond Resorts 60 months from now. That's five years. Uh, that's an exciting time. And can you just break down that that vision for for us just a little bit more? You know, with the score system, how much are you going back for your vision for the company throughout the day to make sure that you're on point as a leader and the, the company is on point? You talked about the scoreboards. How often are you going back to that vision and saying, this is where we're going? Are you are you rebooting between meetings and getting back there so that you're always on point? Yeah, that's a great question, Seth. Yes, yeah, so we certainly are. And, and I mean, we believe that, you know, running short races make you a lot more effective than running one long race. And that, in essence, is what you just said, you know, using the score system and rebooting and, you know, exactly. I mean, multiple times a day, you know, we're rebooting, we're, we're starting fresh, we're challenging ourselves. And at the end of the day, you know, that we believe is what it makes us great. And we have an organization that has been um, blessed to have had Jim go out and, and really work with our senior most team members now for several years. And he coaches many of them on an individual basis. And so, yeah, I mean, that's a, that, that's a big advantage. And, and we believe it is one of our X factors in, in what has defined us and, and made us the company that we are today. Now, I've got a lot of listeners that I know are planning their blueprint for 2018 of what they want to get out of their own personal life. And I know they're going to be putting in their own relaxation, enjoyment time. And if they do want to uh, partner with you uh, as a member, what's the easiest way for them to get to Diamond Resorts to find out about everything you have to offer, including events of a lifetime? What's the easiest way yes, to do the, that, Mike? Right. The easiest way would be to go on diamondresource.com and you have the opportunity on the diamondresource.com to go through and learn about our different resorts. You have the opportunity to learn about many of the exciting things that we have going on, you know, around the company. And there is a link on there that you can click on to get more information. And you will have a representative of the company reach back out to you and answer any questions that you may have. You know, Mike, the next time I'm at a diamond property, I'm going to take your business card and I'm going to call you up and tell you that I need more towels in room 304. I'm, I'm calling you. I'm going to call you up on that. I'm going to say, Mike, I need more towels. What's up? <laughs> Mike, thank Whatever you so you much. Need, <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. I've watched your career and wow, what a career you've had. And uh, I'm glad that you were able to paint a vision of where Diamond's going to be in the next 60 months, five years. Stay in the zone, Mike. You're awesome. And give my best to everybody in your company. I appreciate Thank you, Jim. I appreciate it. This is the part where you get access to world-class coaching via AskJim at JimFannon.com. And of course, we're going to stop by the Zone Cafe for what you need before we get back into the week. Hey, Jim. Just stepped into a new role as a sales manager, and I have a great team overall, but I have three team members that are really, really struggling and just don't seem to know the ins and outs of the sales game at all. How can I help others get into a zone and into the zone in a situation like this? Well, the first thing that really came to my mind was divide and conquer. And and that is to Divide your team. I don't know how many direct reports this person has, but I'm sure there's no more than 20, hopefully 10 or less direct reports. Sit down individually, re-up 
their vision, their goals, and the timeline of those, get people back into the moment of today is one-seventh of a great week. It's one-thirtieth of an amazing September. Uh, This is one-three-hundred-and-sixty-fifth of what a year I've had. (laughs) And divide the team up and then put them back together as a group. But I wouldn't do this from a group point of view. Uh, I think uh, the three people that this person's struggling with he needs to have a conversation and re-up their visions and their goals and then really have an open, honest discussion on what needs to happen and maybe what doesn't need to happen and be real blunt about it, but finish that short meeting with an agreement of going forward and make that person aware you're an integral part of something greater than myself. I, I need you. We need you. We value you on our team. Uh, and then after you've had those three, four, five, and maybe everybody in individual meeting, then bring them, only then bring them back in together and talk about goals for the entire team. You know, and connecting to a larger meeting, connecting to something that, that it's bigger than just you and your happiness. Every time I'm on my way to do the Jim Fannin show, I say to myself, because I know it's true, we're going to save companies this year. Families are going to look different because people are going to get in the zone. They're going to adapt the score system and they're going to avoid major pitfalls and challenges. And with Mike Flasky, you know, what a fantastic interview today. I think about what he's doing. Diamond Resorts International, I believe, is saving people from strokes, cancer, heart attacks, because stress is the number one killer. Divorce. Divorce. Uh, having challenges with your teenager. Yeah, your kids moving out of the house and never wanting to talk to you again. That's what he's doing every day, and you can hear the passion in his voice, and that is so cool to me. Well, uh, what a great company. They get it. They know what business they're in, and they are in the relaxation entertainment business. And with stress today, uh, kudos to Diamond Resorts and Mike Flasky. Um, But I think we need to get back to as leaders of our family, what does your family need? I think we should go right to the Zone Cafe right now. Think about your family. Approach the Zone Cafe maybe with your company in mind, or maybe you need to approach it just with you in mind, and or maybe it's your relationship in mind. You choose one aspect of your life. You're in your car. You're driving up to the Zone Cafe. We only have five things in our menu, but they're delicious if you if you really dive into them. They're awesome. Which one do you need? You might need a giant bucket of self-discipline. You know, that's a, a willingness. That's a commitment to stay with tasks to reach well-defined goals. I mean, in this bucket, you're going to have strategies, tactics, timelines. Is that what you need? Do you need a little more structure in your life? Do you need more routines that are going to lead you to wherever you want to go? Maybe, Seth, you already have that. So maybe you need some concentration, big plate of concentration. And I'm telling you, when you start into this plate of concentration, that's going to help you narrow your focus. Focus on what matters, not focus on what doesn't matter. Do you need some concentration? Is the C-level missing in your family? 
yourself? Do you need to put on blinders and not care what else is happening in the world, but just focus on you? Or maybe do you need a giant bag full of optimism? And I'm talking not just optimism, but also inside that bag of optimism, confidence, trust, positive self-esteem, belief, hope, expectancy. It's all in that bag of optimism. What would that do for your family if everybody in your family was confident? What would that do to your company, your department, your team? But what would that do with you if that's the only missing ingredient you need is optimism? But just like we talked with Mike Flasky, maybe you need a giant drink, big old straw of relaxation. You know, once you take that big sip, that big gulp, boy, your jaw hinges, your tongue just kind of floats, your breathing drops from that panic 20 breaths per minute down to calm six to eight breaths a minute. Boy, peace, tranquility, free from worry and anxiety. Maybe you need a big drink of relaxation. Uh, or maybe, maybe, maybe you need a plate of enjoyment. Maybe you need some laughter. Maybe you need to skip a little bit. Maybe you need to add some music in your life. What do you need? What's the missing ingredient that's going to take you into a zone state so that you can be your genuine, authentic, best self? So, Seth, drive on up. What do you want? Self-discipline, concentration, optimism, relaxation, or enjoyment? You know, I think that anybody in the small business or entrepreneurial space can relate to this. What I say I've lived a week in the last 48 hours. I'm taking that relaxation. You've lived a week. And boy, (laughs) you've crammed a lot of stuff in the last two days. Well, relaxation, boy, I'm telling you, it's something that our country needs, our states, our city needs. And now I'm seeing it. I, I think our families need it. There's a lot of stress. It can filter all the way down, all the way down to even to a little kid. Listen to this stat, stat. This is amazing when I think about relaxation. A mom is separated from her newborn child, two, two different rooms, same house. There's an experiment going on. Okay. The mom's heart rate uh, is monitored, and the baby's heart rate is monitored. They can't see each other. The baby's not aware that mom's in the room because she's not. She's in another room. The mom gets some news that doesn't set very well with her, and her heart rate increases. Simultaneously, in another room, the baby's heart rate heart rate increases. How about that? Stress can be very contagious. Yeah. Just wow. like being in the zone is contagious. So even though you haven't said a word but you've harbored some negative feelings, maybe about your significant other, maybe about your, your employees, maybe about your boss. You brought it home with you. You violated the 90-second rule. You came in on your phone, didn't put it down the driveway. It won't take long before everybody in your house has increased their heart rate, their breathing, and stress is there. And I'm telling you, it's alive, this negative stress, in our kids today, I'm coaching a lot of 
high school and college kids. First time in my career in the last four or five years, I've coached so many, and I'm having a blast. But I'm aware there's a lot of low R&E in 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds, 14-year-olds. Pretty amazing. So whatever you need in the Zone Cafe, you can find one of the main ingredients is right here. So uh, I'm glad you're going to have an awesome rest of the week of relaxation, Seth. That's good. Whatever you need, pull up, order it, and stay in the zone. Stay in the zone. Listen, we've had a great week. Nice talking to you. Don't forget to send me an email at askjim at jimfannon.com. And no matter what you do, no matter where you go, be in the zone. It's the only place to be. Hey, this is Bobby Sue Doyle Hazard, host of the brand new podcast, Leveling the Playing Field, a podcast truly focused on women in the sports world. It is for young women who are looking to get into the sports industry and women who are already in their careers, also looking to make a change. I want to put a spotlight on the amazing women that we have in sports now, and hopefully we can all learn a little something. I'm so excited to bring this to you. Please make sure to subscribe to my podcast, Leveling the Playing Field on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and with my guys at RadioInfluence.com. 